0: Whoa, wrong one there. Howdy's got to join us. Hold on, let me get you, let me get you, let me oh. get you. There's Howdy! Hello!
1: Hey! How's What's
0: every- up, you and wreckers heads? How are you doing this morning, sir?
1: I am fabulous. How are you, sir? You had a fun-filled day yesterday with uh, spending some time with Dad.
0: Yeah, it was a day full of racing. First of all, happy anniversary, wedding anniversary to my parents out there. Like I said yesterday, I did what every good son would do. I went and dropped my kids off at mom. And then I grabbed Dad, and we went out to the racetrack all day long. So we'll talk Perfect. about that today. But uh, do you uh, you check out any racing yourself this weekend?
1: No, I did not check out any racing this weekend. You're just I kind of
0: relaxed. And, hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I know you're pumped for tonight.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What, what's tonight? It is Slide Job Sunday, baby. Hold on me. Slide Job Sunday. Sunday, <laughs> Sunday. Is that like a phaser? Yeah, something like that. I like that. That was
0: that was good. How's he on the How's he Howdy on the phaser?
1: <laughs> yeah, buddy.
0: That's like one of my favorite guitar. I love the phaser.
1: Phaser is pretty cool. That's a pretty cool effect. <laughs> Flanger is too.
0: Oh man, we're having a good time this morning. Morning, Caleb Ramsey. Congrats to you on your win yesterday around the dirt. We'll, uh, talk
1: Congrats, to... Caleb.
0: <laughs> he's gonna talk in the phaser. All <laughs> he's gonna sound like Vader. <laughs> That's good stuff.
1: I'm your father.
0: <laughs> so, guys, check out the 305s and 360s coming at you today, later. Uh, what time does that start? Is it like 7?
1: Seven? Uh, 7, I think, is when
0: 305s kick off. So 305's kicking off at 7. I'm wrapping a bruisey racewear. I know you can't see the 305s it, and 360s coming at you oh. today. Freighter. Yeah, man. I was like, who's in guy. here? Uh, there we go. Help Spooky. Me. <laughs> I'm talking to myself there. <laughs> but uh, yeah, bruisey racewear. Guys, if you want some uh, seven, fives and 360s coming at you <laughs> today, Freighter. man. I was like, who's in guy. here? The hold on a second. How do you touch there. your I button? Know. Spooky. <laughs> You good now? I think so. <laughs> we'll see here. Oh, man. So uh, where was I saying there? Oh, yeah, Bruzy Racewear USA.com. Check those guys out. If you are looking for shoes, gloves, and maybe you uh you like to wear those. I I, I wear gloves. I don't wear shoes myself, but I know you do. Check out Bruzy do. Racewear for all those sim needs. If you got a, a sly job Sunday itch and you need some shoes, gloves, that's where – you need to go. Morning, Mr. Downing. Mr. Downing and myself are getting ready to take off and uh, run Okiyama after this one in a three-hour fun run in the official races there. So, uh, real quick, a shout out to you, Scott Schroeder. We're thinking about you today there. Uh, just keep What's him in your. Uh, just keep him in your thoughts there. He lost uh, one of his stepkids this weekend, so Uh-oh. very thoughts unfortunate there. So. We uh, will get off with what we what we started doing yesterday or what I, I sent you a picture of what I was doing there yeah. yesterday. Let's, let's jump into that early morning. We went out, grabbed dad and we, we went out to Whiteland and I wasn't racing. We didn't have the uh the current carts on the track. But these little tiny axles, these little tiny wheels <laughs> were out there. No, not hot wheels. I'm talking about vintage carts out there. And my goodness, they're, they're it's like they're still as fast as they they were but they just got a lot safer
1: <laughs> yeah uh some of the vintage carts are actually faster than modern day carts man i mean especially you get some of those dual comic k88s <laughs> oh. on them uh, they're screaming is that your first time ever seeing a dual engine cart yeah live engine?
0: yeah and both of them unfortunately lost it there around the track and that just shows you i mean it was a really slick track so they're driving completely with their their uh, throttle there i'm sure in those dual engines because you give it any bit of power and you got two cranks just pulling you there and like i said i think they said their their axles are maybe three quarter of an inch now granted they're solid axles but still it's like wow man, those things are tiny
1: yeah and and, i mean just the technology from then to now you, you look at it and it's like like i told you some of those 50s 60s carts I'm not driving one. That, that's a death trap, man, especially when they're putting all that power on it. It really
0: uh, does look like it.
1: And, and their tires are like two and a half <laughs> inches wide all around, and they're harder than rocks.
0: <laughs> right. And That's what we were talking to uh, one of those guys there, and they were talking and saying that uh, uh, they get their tires, actually, at uh, tractor supply for those. So kind of an interesting <laughs> Like, i I don't know if I want to be whipping around at uh you know thirty forty fifty miles an hour on tractor supply tires I don't know i'm sure they're rated i mean they've they've done what they they needed to do with them but uh still whew, that that scares me
1: well and some guys will, will find uh new old stock tires they'll they'll find guys that have been hoarding them and and got them hidden back in the barn somewhere and still have a box of them and they'll come across and they'll they'll pay a premium price for them but some guys still find original tires from back then
0: right absolutely Dwayne thank you so much you are incredible out there Dwayne from uh uh Rossi he's the spotter we talked to before he said okay, he's got okay. that uh autograph there for, for I that. don't know
1: Dwayne remembers me or not I used to race carts with Dwayne down at Whiteland
0: you may have been a little prettier back then who you oh I'm not gonna talk for Mr. Dwayne <laughs> yeah i'm I'm not i'm not i'm not throwing that (laughs) out maybe howdy's a fine wine i don't know i don't know (laughs) Uh, No,
1: i've always been rough around the
0: edges (laughs) we got katie on here katie from beehive over there what's going on we uh, still
1: get with katie and do a show with katie sometime
0: she has a good time over there they 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 enjoy their their self just like we do over here so uh uh we got a yes, we are <laughs> we, we are You know that's, we,
1: we are like the vintage carts
0: <laughs> There's vintage carts and then there's vintage racers right <laughs> But no th- I mean speaking of that I met a lady out there yesterday she was driving 71 years old still whipping what? around 71 years old still whipping around a uh, a cart there she started when she was 12 with her dad and she still goes out there and does this, her husband. I was talking to her husband at the gate there. I mean, it's just such a cool event. And, and guys, you really need to uh, uh, check out Whiteland Raceway. They got a lot of cool things. That's what I was a little disappointed that not a lot of fans out there just seemed like it was, like, the family. Because, man, for such a cool event, I feel like they could have really packed those couple of stands out there.
1: Oh, most definitely. Just, most
0: Socially distance everybody around the the area that 's what I meant but uh, <laughs> so after the vintage carts, we went out and uh did a little indie car racing for the first time, and oh man, what a uh, uh, uh great noise to have back in the ears there' was the sound of those indie cars coming around and not only that, but they got that eight hour event going on right now, and those yeah. sports cars sound fan fantastic
1: oh i can only imagine dude i, I want to see the imsa cars so bad i mean
0: my goodness man it was absolutely incredible to see that and i don't think this was an imsa event but uh it, the gtr series or gt series i think is what it was but it's
1: gt3s are running aren't they
0: it was the gt3s and gt4s So I'm not exactly sure who the sanctioning, uh, I I don't think it was an MC event, but still, I I hope that opens up the door to bring MC here for a longer event. Now, granted, I'm not out there today for eight hours. It's cold. It's raining. Uh, Not saying that takes away because that probably adds to the event overall racing wise, but we got a podcast to run. So I got to do this, but man, I'd love to see, uh, you, you know, Penske's in the works He's talking to everybody out there this weekend and, and really seeing what he can do because he, he's not just stopping where he's at because let, let's talk a little IMS news really because they broke uh, the news this uh, week overall that NASCAR is going to move to the the road course
1: of course which hey. which that's something we've been talking about <laughs> for a couple of years now and and I think that's a great move on their part I agree
0: I, I do agree there. Uh, I, I'd like to note, I mean, Dwayne, you're a spotter. What do you think of NASCAR over there on the road course? That kind of is an interesting. These guys can rub, though. That's the the advantage they have, I guess, on uh, the Indy cars. their their ability to use those fenders. Because, uh, I mean, we saw IndyCar. They did. They got a little tight in a couple places. But overall, a really clean, clean race. And I really like that uh, uh, setup on the track there since they did the change – excuse me of the layout
1: yeah i agree and and you know when we seen the xfinity cars run there back in whenever they ran for because all the schedules screwed up for covid but anyways that was a great race and i expect nascar to be just as good i mean we've all been to the brickyard and i'm I'm sorry i'm not trying to bash nascar because i know we have nascar fans on here It, it it the brickyard going around the oval is just a boring race it's not exciting it's not a good time. I turned down free tickets to go to that race because it's that boring now with them being on the road course I'm excited i want to go i want to see it i want you know because there's so many places you can go on the track to watch the road course and and it makes it more interesting to me
0: absolutely there and, and, i mean to bring it here on the oval uh, originally fantastic I mean it packed the crowds they did a fantastic job with really um uh pumping that that brickyard 400 up after it it started i mean it was always in the month of august so it's extremely hot out there
1: Extremely hot
0: all most nascar races probably are that hot so i'm not i'm not gonna put that to a a point here but to go out there and, and you might see for the lead two three passes that are made on track Outside of that, it's it's pit strategy and it's yeah. it's getting behind some. And I'm not saying that's bad for the drivers, but for the fans, they they want to see that action. And, and even if you you have that that race, uh, sometimes with a, a road course, for example, you don't see a lot of passing maybe up front, but you have a lot of that midfield passing. And with the Brickyard, you, you don't even have that. That it gets a little tough. It's
1: it, you know the Brickyard's like a big conga line. That's all it is. You're just following the leader and, and congaing around the track, and then you tr- you make passes in the pit lane. Right. That's that's where most of the passes are happening is in pit road. So Absolutely. I'm I'm all for the road cor- road course race. I can't wait to see it happen. Uh, real fast. Uh, there's some talk going on in the chat here. Uh, Jarrett Murphy, I want to talk to you. I got your <laughs> stickers out yesterday. I forgot about them. My fault. But they went out yesterday, so you will be receiving them this week. Um. And then some other stuff going, talking on in uh, the chat here. Bristol announced that next year they're going to put dirt on the track. Again, they've done it before. They're going to put dirt on the track. They're going to run the NASCARs there. Let's get dirty, boys.
0: (laughs) Right, absolutely. And you know right then and there, there's a few NASCAR boys that just went, Oh, yeah. You think of uh, uh, Boyer. You look at uh, uh, Bell. Christopher Bell, Bell.
1: Um, there's there's quite a few of them in there that you know, and and you got to figure some of the Xfinity guys that'll be coming in there next year. They got some dirt experience. I I think it's great, man. I, I NASCAR needs to do things like this to shake it up and try to get some fans back because NASCAR has become redundant <laughs> and in my opinion.
0: Reddick is another great example of uh, somebody that's really going to show themselves there. So I'm excited. Uh, I I hope this also uh, I haven't seen, and I, I could be wrong here, but this uh, um, I hope this also brings like the, the world of outlaws back here to Bristol here. But I know the last time they brought the world of outlaws there, they were doing like 180 miles an hour. And that was what back in the early two thousands. 2001, maybe when they brought I'm froze up. Are you there? You're looking good on my end here. Yeah. So yeah. that, what was the uh, last time they again. ran Bristol on dirt there? What was that? Uh... 2000 and 2001 is when they did it. They think Jarrett Murphy's our dirt specialist. Over he is. He is here. So uh, back in 2000, 2001, they were hitting 180 miles an hour on the dirt in those sprint cars and everything. So, uh, I mean, th- you look at the, what they've got now in, in, uh the technology and stuff like that. You're going to have to put a restrictor on those guys. <laughs> it's going to be a plate race around Bristol.
1: Yeah, because, <clears throat> I'm, I'm, you know, they're going to go back to the shops now. They know they're, no, they're going to run a dirt race. Now, I don't know what NASCAR is going to do on the rules on this. I don't know if they're going to have to run identical chassis to what they normally run on asphalt, or if NASCAR is going to let them build a one-off car for the dirt. Now I don't this, know how
0: that's going what to work. Is, what does the truck do when they come to Eldora? They got a special truck just for I that, correct? They have a one-off truck just
1: for Eldora.
0: So I would assume they're going to go on that same, since it is the same sanctioning there with NASCAR, they're going to stay with that format, and they'll probably go along with that, I would assume. But that also brings up cost. So uh, these the smaller teams... They're looking at this and, you know, uh do do some of these teams maybe not run or do they do they really kinda have to bite the bullet here?
1: I think uh some of your smaller teams will probably opt out of running that race, but so if they do that, that's gonna allow some other teams to step in and build a car just for that race. Right. And take some of your late model guys, your sprint car guys. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised to see, you know, Shepard in there. Um, uh, my man, Jimmy Owens, um, Davenport, some of these guys in the late models jumping in and running it. Uh, a lot of your sprint car guys, uh, you know, it's it's all going to depend if NASCAR allows him to come back, but, but you know, if Larson comes back, that, that's going to be his environment right there. I
0: think that just sets up the story. I mean, Larson's... I do too. I do too. Uh, it, it's all like putting the puzzle pieces together here. And you, you look at NASCAR's... They're, they're, we've talked about it before. They need fans. They want new fans. They're trying now to grab... The, Kyle Larson goes to dirt. They knew that he was going to not take off and, and sit at home... He was going to go to dirt. He's going to get this huge fan base in dirt that, yeah, they knew about Kyle Larson before, but now they're buying Kyle Larson gear. They're cheering yeah. for him. They're taking their shirts off. They're they're painting their big old bellies, Kyle Larson, man. They're, they are diehards. And now they're going to follow him into NASCAR. So well played, NASCAR. I think that was a uh a, a good maybe a good move on your end, but I mean it's all still to be. To be said, uh, whether or not they
1: happen, I think it's going to happen. I mean, there's there's been too much talk and too much chatter. And, you know, it it really seems right now that the team he's going to land on is going to be Hendrick. And And like we discussed before, Big Daddy Hendrick's got the pool in NASCAR (laughs) to where if he wants Larson, Larson's going to be his driver. And there's there's nothing's going to stop him. NASCAR is not going to stop him. It's gonna come down, and I'm telling you, Larson's gonna be in that 48 car next year.
0: The only way I could see, because there's one person, one person that can can really get it done if he entices him, and that's Stewart. I, I'm not gonna count Stewart out of the the game until Stewart or until Larson signs the dot on somebody else, because right there, I mean, you look at it, it just fits so well. He's not going to have to argue with Tony about driving dirt. He's going to be able to do what he wants when he wants there. So I don't know. It just, in my mind, it just seems natural to, to still make that move to Stuart Haas. And I was just going to say that, that that would
1: be the thing that would swing his decision to Stuart because Stuart, you know, wouldn't argue with him about going running sprint races or going around a midget race here where Hendrick will hold him back on that unless they put it in his contract where he's still allowed to go run dirt races, but I don't see Hendrick allowing him. So that would be his factor to sway his decision to run Stewart.
0: Brandon asked a good question here. Does, uh, does Stewart get in the car next year on dirt?
1: Um, uh, no, I don't see that happening
0: just because of his caliber of drivers that he's got behind him. I would think so. Dwayne thinks that, uh, Larson's going to be over there in Clint Boyer's ride. now. I don't know if Clint Boyer's just because I think Clint Boyer's got that cash behind him, but I could be wrong there.
1: I would see him getting uh Amarola's ride before Boyer.
0: That's what I, I just because of what you said. Exactly. Just because of money, I think, but I know Almirola; he's sponsored by the, the, is it Smithfield? Smithfield? And I think he's got, that's his sponsor there. So that brings some, some money right there. So, I mean, it's kind of it. It would be a toss-up there, and that's where you look at: do I want uh, um, the youth, or do I want the experience here? So I can um, see that kind yeah. of going both ways.
1: So I'm I'm trying to keep up with the comments. There's a lot of talk going on here. So Brandon says, "Does Tony Stewart get in the car in the dirt?" No, I don't think he does. But then uh, Katie said, I could see him in the IROC 2.0 revamp with Everham. He I is. believe Stewart's already signed to yep. drive in that series.
0: And, and so. we, we, we'll we'll talk about that real quick because we got another person signing that dot, bot, or, little, 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 dotted line here. And two questions, or I guess one question comes with this comment. A, a fantastic driver and, and someone I didn't expect to see because of his age, but Bill Elliott's going to strap in. And hop really? along with them, yeah. So my question to you, Howdy, does Chase kind of say, "Hey, I think it'd be cool to run with Pops here"?
1: No, Ch- Chase isn't going to run in that. And just for the simple fact, you 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 got too much riding on your career right now and what you're doing. So why why take the chance of going out there and and getting hurt? I mean, running you're this right. series when when. Your your NASCAR ride is your bread and butter.
0: But to that aspect, do you think Larson will run dirt when he runs NASCAR?
1: Yes. Okay,
0: so you just stepped that's over. Just, your... That's just
1: Larson. That's just Larson. That's the way he is. And,
0: and I'm with you there. But do you see Chase? He got that opportunity to take the truck ride. He took it. I could see him. if if I'm in that situation, I'm going. Pops, you're going down, boy. You're going down.
1: I yeah, I don't see it, and. And just for the simple fact, I mean, has Chase really even ever raced on dirt? I think he, I'm, I'm asking that. I I think really he don't did when he was younger.
0: That. I think he did when he was younger there. So, but but still, I mean, it's not just dirt. They're doing asphalt. They're doing, and he's got to get on dirt. He's got to get on it, regardless. And but
1: here, look at it this way too. So let's say Chase does decide <laughs> to go run that series. And goes out there and gets his ass stomped. <laughs> how's that going to make him look?
0: Uh, it's a I mean, different if car.
1: I'm a owner, uh, if I'm a team owner, especially if I'm Rick Hendrick, I'm going to sit back and look and be like, "Why? Why did my driver get embarrassed in this series with all these retired guys?" And you know. <laughs> and I, I see I, what
0: I, you're saying there, but the chances of you—I mean, if—and if, if, maybe Stewart wants to avoid getting a younger guy in this group right now because it is kind of older guys. It it is kind of, you wouldn't expect that those guys would be able to keep up with chase on a day-to-day basis just because of coordination. I mean, you lose some of that as you, you get older. I'm 30. I I mean, yeah, I know that just by walking down the street. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I can only imagine getting in a car that has more power than the go-kart I race and, and really, trying to handle it like a 15 year old does it's it's just not as easy as it is when you're younger
1: that's that's very true uh and not to change the subject but while we're talking about dirt do you know what happened this week no they broke ground at the marion county fairgrounds for the new facility. very nice the the grounds broke uh the track layout has been there's laid out correct Huh?
0: there's three so they have two ovals in the figure eight from what i gathered yep. Yep. that's awesome and
1: it's the figure eight's already carved out the the ovals are carved out it's 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 coming together i i, I think we'll be racing out there next year
0: that'll be awesome and, and i guess that's where you do when you're putting it i know dirt facilities still take as long but i would assume hey you're not pouring concrete you're not doing the the work to do that so it that's the the extra step and and you don't have that extra step there so maybe that's an ignorant statement i could be wrong uh i don't know construction outside of putting a couple two by fours together so um
1: now we just need to see the checkers and wreckers dirt street stock out there next year
0: (laughs) that would be just fantastic but uh uh so let's talk about the uh info on that tommy on the uh
1: uh speedrome uh, dirt track out the fairgrounds uh Jared I'll tell you what I will post a link on the checkers and wreckers page or I'll post it on my my personal page too cuz I know we're friends on there and I'll post it on the checkers and wreckers so it, it it doesn't have all the details No,
0: he wants to get in the car he wants to-
1: <laughs> oh, oh oh gotcha gotcha I'm
0: with you. that's good there do you I'll know the size do you know the size of those ovals that's what uh mike's asking in the banking at all
1: uh no i don't
0: so we'll, we'll take a look there we'll see i don't know
1: what the banking or size ovals are at this time
0: oh well, yeah we'll see what we can uh find out there i know uh uh, that is literally right in the paddock's backyard. I mean, what five, ten minutes down the road? Is. So, uh, yeah, if we'll, that, we'll definitely have to uh, check that out. Just more local racing, and really, I feel like Indianapolis. I mean, we're we're known for oval asphalt racing. I mean, the the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. <clears throat> Excuse me, Dwayne actually mentioned that you know the Cup cars maybe, and I I'd like to see two races here not on the the brickyard but you got the the road course and then take them to ORP make them run uh, the oval there. It's short track race in there but I mean w- we have these famous tracks right there the drag uh we're, we're very well known for that there as well um but now I mean you you look you got Kokomo you got Brownstown you got Lawrenceburg you got i-69 you've got uh uh gas city yes, um it, uh there's one uh, Patagon Pat- 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 it's Paragon, oh, yeah. Paragon. I mean, you, you look at all of these dirt tracks that are so you 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 post a picture of Brownstown. You had people talking from Australia about like, man, I love Brownstown. It's these tracks are, are, are famous oh, around. You look at the IMS. I really hope that they, they start to bring uh, Indianapolis uh, Sprint or Indiana Sprint and uh, uh, Lincoln Park, Indiana Sprint Week and Midget Week to IMS I think that would be a a great run every year
1: I I would love to see it I would love to see it and and you're right man I mean we got we got a lot of good tracks going on around the state of Indiana and and a lot of well-known tracks going on around the state of Indiana and and, you know as far as the Indianapolis area we've had IMS we got I'm still going to call it Raceway Park <laughs> uh you got the oval and the drag strip out there and technically they have a road course too which they really don't use anymore
0: so legends like legend road, road course or something huh is it like a little legend course i honestly didn't know that no,
1: no it's uh, i ran enduro was out there and nice. uh, uh 99 2000 Dwayne's ran out there on the road course uh
0: but bob starts another way exactly bob Stott,
1: yes um So we have all these nice asphalt facilities right here in Indianapolis. Now we're getting a dirt facility, and I'm stoked about it.
0: Uh, Right, absolutely. Uh, We're launching, and that's exactly what Jared says. October 23rd, we're looking forward to it because that should be a fun one. I'm going to try to be out there. I know Jared, he's going to be out there. There's no question in my mind that I would think him and Josh are going to ride up there.
1: That's the day after my birthday. That's my birthday present to myself.
0: That's a, we kind of share a birthday weekend. I've got the the days Ew. after. You've got the days before. So at work out there. We'll we'll have a good one out there. Uh, hopefully we can both make it out. And uh, like a, it'd be my first late model. I've I've seen the bombers. I've seen the uh, the sprints and midgets. So uh Bruce,
1: I ain't lying, buddy. That that's that's my jam now, dude. That is my jam now. Dirt track racing. <laughs> That's a dirty jam. I done I done ordered me some more Jimmy Owens gear online the other night. He's I'm getting great. ready.
0: He's pumped. He is stacked up to the brim. So yep. uh you know, w- we we mentioned what I was doing yesterday, but we didn't talk much about what's going on here in uh in IndyCar. We got one one.
1: Your twin two. That's freaking awesome. <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey, I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> <clears throat> the World of Outlaw sprints the next day there too. Yes, it's you got the World of Outlaw
1: late models and modifieds on Friday night. Then Saturday night you got the World of Outlaw 410 sprints.
0: So they got some fun happening. So uh yeah, let's talk about what's going on. And Dwayne's got to be happy, hap hap happy. For his boy Alexander here this weekend, as he has a solid weekend. It comes a little late in the season for him, but hey, anything to get that ball rolling and, and really take you into the off season. Because we look at Rossi here, and we'll talk about that. As maybe uh, <laughs> even yeah, gave I, little I, yeah, emojis. I, yeah, I see. <laughs> so I see. Uh, we look at Rossi, and he does he end on a bad note per se the last two years. No but not a strong momentum as he loses the the championship in the last race of those last two years. This year, coming into the final, having a strong finish here both days uh, here at IMS, and going into a, a track that he is usually pretty strong at in St. Pete, w- does this kind of open the door for him to say, hey, we're going to give it a championship shot here, and we're going to push with all the momentum that we've ever had?
1: Well, you have to, uh, you know, at this point you have nothing to lose and and you're right. You know, the past couple of seasons, that championship has eluded him. He's been right in the fight, come down to last race and slips out his hands. Right. So, yeah, I, I say you come to St. Pete with guns blazing, you throw everything you possibly can at it and you try to go out there and get the win and hope for, you know, the other guys to have bad runs and, and maybe sneak in there and get you one. But. And, and before we get too deep into that, uh, the, since Dwayne's on here, I want to ask a question because I I didn't hear the exact ruling on Friday where Rossi made the pass and he dropped two wheels below the white line.
0: Right. They said in the driver's meeting, I guess, that you had to, if that left tire went over the, the white line at all, that you were going to be penalized for that. I, that from okay, what see, they... I, didn't,
1: I didn't know that, so I was trying to get clarification on what exactly happened.
0: Right. Yeah. The stewards came out the next day, kind of gave their explanation on it and kind of gave him a slap on the wrist there. <laughs> so it was, uh, uh, kind of, you know, and I could see, uh, where they, they were, they, they pretty much told him to start listening in the driver's meeting is what the steward said. But I, I mean, at the end of the day, I could see, You I mean, you're in that driver's meeting. You got so much adrenaline pumping and stuff like that. It, it's hard to really fully pay attention. You just got to, kind of hope you you read that rule book, you're, you're, you're versed in those rules, and you put yourself in the, the heat of the moment there. That's a small white line to see when you're riding two inches above the ground. So, man, mistakes well, happen. What I would
1: say, I don't, I don't even think it's the adrenaline in the driver's mean. I think it's the adrenaline when you're on the track. And, and he was, you know, you got your adrenaline pumping. He's trying to make a move on the guy. Been sitting behind him. Getting frustrated, so finally, you know, you just throw the move out there and take your chances, which, unfortunately, it came back to bite him.
0: This is where I'm happy, though, that IndyCar doesn't run like F1, because and we know Michael has maybe had his uh, past events where he's going to bring up something, but they're not complaining week in, week out, saying, hey, the stewards are coming to get us. They get upset, they get over it, and he comes back the next week, and, and that's what I, I'm excited to see coming off of this season – maybe arguably one of his worst seasons since coming into the the series uh how he really because he's one of those drivers that really feeds off of off of his hunger, if you will and, and I know that sounds crazy, but he is extremely hungry right now. he wants that championship he he's felt what it's like to be a title or the the 500 winner. Now he wants that title that's it. you see it in his eyes he talks so much. does he want another 500? Yeah, everybody does. Oh yeah. But rossi wants that title. That's he, he doesn't see his, his Indy car. I don't, I, or at least to me, I don't think he sees his Indy car career complete without that, that champion.
1: Well, that's, that's, that's any racing career. I mean, your ultimate goal is championship. I mean, yes, there's, there's races you want to win on the way to getting that championship, you know, Indy 500 Daytona 500, things like that. But, at the end of the day you want to you want to be called a champion
0: and the next year is the option year in his contract so obviously anytime you you start to mention a contract and that works for guys like you know the the team and they got to make sure that they perform well to keep rossi if they if they want to keep him in that seat
1: this is very true so this it's, is very and yeah,
0: that's where yeah. a lot of people think racing is a uh, the the driver but, man, it's the, the whole team right now. It's sport. Yep, it really is. Absolutely. So, it, it'll be interesting to see. I think he comes out with uh, a load of steam here. And, and what's interesting, we'll, we'll get off Rossi now, and we'll talk Andretti overall because we we look back in the year, it's not been a year for Andretti. But, man, coming down to the end, you look at Hurty. you look at Rossi. These guys are having solid finishes now.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean – it, it, it's a little late in the season, but at the same time, that's not a bad thing you know if you, you you've had a season like Andretti's had up to this point, and now you're coming on strong at the end of the season, it gives you momentum going into next season you know it shows what your team's capable of it it shows you know that you've you've made some improvements in certain areas you've turned corners in certain areas and so you're you're looking at okay coming into twenty twenty one. We got a good shot. That so, morale. you know, right now you, you get everything and, and it's look forward to next year and don't have the, the, the things that have happened this year, which most of them hasn't been Andretti's fault. Some of, you know, some of your technical issues, that's not on the team. That's on Honda. So I think Honda got everything ironed out and, and Andretti's running good now.
0: Yep. And I don't want to step away too much, but you, I mean, you mentioned Honda, and uh we're, we're talking open wheel we'll oh, talk
1: before we go i know where you're getting ready to go before <laughs> we go there let's stay on indycar for a minute uh let's talk about we 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 gave this guy a bad rap at the beginning of the season but now he he's he's one of the best drivers out there right now Renus VK. yep. remus vk man i mean so, what was it? Uh, I think
0: Carpenter gave him a bad rap at the beginning of the season. <laughs> well, we all did because he was
1: tearing some stuff up. He was. But but Friday, you go out, you put the car on the pole. You, you led, I think, 15 laps, and you get your first podium. Yep. So, I mean, hats off to Renus, and he's only 19 years old.
0: And not only did he get his first podium, but he got his first podium on a road course with Ed Carpenter Racing. So yes. they're not used to to really stepping up on these road courses and having a, a very strong car. Now, granted, you saw in that first race Friday, a lot of these guys smashing that push to pass there early. Oh,
1: he caught up uh, most of his push to pass in four
0: laps. Yeah, four or five laps there. I think he had all but 50 seconds left. It's like, hey, dude, you, you know, we got a long race coming. You might want to hold some of that off. But, hey, it worked out for him in the end. Really showing – I mean, they showed some of these passes that Renus VK has made throughout the year. And and you talk about a driver that has that uh, uh, kind of Scott Dixon quality where he's going to put himself in a position that they're going to get close, but it's a very well-structured and formulated, thought-of pass as he goes around the outside of some people. It's not where we see – Herda, I, I would compare Herda more to that Senna, more to that uh, uh, Takuma Sato, if you will, where he's going to throw it in there and, and really hope for the best sometimes. And we saw a couple moves like that yesterday where he goes to the outside and takes that car. It looks like back in the 90s, what I remember the 500 being. You know what I'm saying? When he made that move and he goes to the outside and they go to block him and he just jerks down to the inside and takes it away. I mean, absolutely incredible moves. By uh, Herta, But like I said, Renus kind of steps back and, and that may have been because of the stuff that he he tore up there early in the season. Now he's stepping back and and he's looking and he's saying, Okay, I know I'm fast, but I just have to put this into play here.
1: Yep. And, and he's driving the wheels off the car, man. The past the past uh what, three, four races, because it was mid Ohio, he was strong. Uh, you know, Indy's strong. I really like where this kid's going, and I hope he continues to keep that momentum up. And going on Dwayne's comment here, uh, you nailed it, man. We we, t- we talked about that last year. I would love to see Ferrucci get on, on a team like Andretti or Penske or Ganassi or some. I would love to see him get that shot on a big team to see what he can do, because I, I think the kid can drive. I really think he could produce some results with a, a good team. Uh, I mean, you've seen what he's done in the cars that he's running now. I mean, he didn't have the greatest weekend this weekend, but he, he's, he's been up there, and and he's driven those cars beyond their capability.
0: And what I do find kind of interesting with that, though, is the budding uh, on-track rivalry, if you will, between Colton Herta and Santino Ferrucci after that uh, run-in at, what was it, Road America, where Herta went up a little wide, took Ferrucci off the course, and we saw Friday... He, he told Herda, hey, I'm going to remember that. I'll remember you. And Herda was coming around to lap Ferrucci. Ferrucci stuck it in front of him as long as he possibly could. He made sure Herda was going to be held up in the, uh, the mix-up there. So it, it'd be interesting to see because right there you talk. I mean, that's part of that huge rookie class that came out last year there with Ferrucci, Herda, Rosenquist. I mean, you look down that line still uh, just those guys are still you you're looking at the future of the sport now Rosenquist maybe not having the sophomore season he wanted but he's still learning behind the the best of Scott Dixon and uh, uh Dario there so he's going to get there it's and just, he got
1: his first win this year so
0: it, right exactly that's true so overall maybe not the season he wanted but yeah like you said he he gets his first win but it, we look at Ganassi and you can't discredit Marcus Ericsson. Marcus Erickson. He's no, having a he's phenomenal, phenomenal year here. He's been uh, pretty pretty solid here. So uh he's a lot better run this year than he did in the aero car last year. Absolutely. So we we move on to yesterday and a record not broken, but did get tied. Will power ties for most wins in an Indy car there with that win on top of the board with Alex Zanardi, So very, very big name up there. And we've seen Will Power on the top. He, he had that fantastic, what was it, uh, uh third, fourth, fifth year of his career that he just really came out and collected wins on those road courses, and it didn't seem like uh, he was going to get beat. Then come later in his career, he starts getting these wins on these ovals. So, uh, I I think it goes without saying. I mean, everybody wants to look over at F one and, and talk about that battle over there between uh, Lewis Hamilton trying to catch uh, Schumacher, and he's needing one more, I believe, to to pass him now. Um, so th- I think this is just as interesting over here with Will Power and Zanardi.
1: Yeah, and and real fast, uh, do you know where? Uh... Do you know where Will Power um used to race at or what he used to run?
0: Something in Australia, I'm sure. Dirt. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Dirt. I was gonna say Will- probably. Those those dirt, those guys in Australia, man, they love the dirt. That's the thing. And I tell the guys that I broadcast for that are in Australia, man, you guys know how to run on dirt and you know how to run road courses. Boom. Right. <laughs> just, that's Will Power, man. But, but you uh, know,
1: and 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 going back to your your topic you brought up there, uh, willpower and Zanardi. Um, Zanardi was one of my all time favorite IndyCar car drivers. I, I thought Zanardi was a, the greatest. But uh, that that's that's a pretty impressive company to keep. Is willpower on the same level as Zanardi? My my personal opinion, I don't think so. I I think that you know Zanardi is a way better driver than Power. And not taking nothing away from willpower, he's a great competitor. And then you switch over to the F one battle, Hamilton and Michael Schumacher. You already know what I'm going to say on that. Hamilton oh, can't carry <laughs> Schumacher's jockstrap, if you ask me.
0: But and I do see what you're saying with uh, um, as far as it goes with Will Power and Zanardi. But I mean, you, you look at Power because when he was getting those wins, the league wasn't or the series wasn't as strong as it is now. But as he when is-
1: Zanardi was running, either.
0: It, and that's what I was gonna say. Zanardi was running against Unser. Um, I, I mean, big name Lion I mean, Dyke. He, he's got the the biggest names, and even into, I believe, didn't Tony Canon see the end of Alex uh, um run there?
1: Yeah, I believe TK was in there. He also had uh, Greg Moore was there at the time. Um...
0: I'm just saying to span from drivers like uh, Al Unser to Tony Canon, and you're driving against all of those drivers in between and, and you're doing it at a, at a top tier each year within in and out there. I mean, that just goes to, to speak volumes. And I, and I see what you're saying with willpower there, but still an impressive feat that uh, you're able to collect that many wins Throughout the series, and you you look over, you would think that the next in line would be Scott Dixon, but it's it's Will Power. So,
1: yeah, I I, I would have thought it'd been Dixon before Power, but oh well.
0: <laughs> That's uh, it. Just goes to show you that Penske Power through that mid two thousands when Will Power was there. I think any cars. Absolutely, oh,
1: I, agree, Lane. I think I think now it is. I mean, you had those <laughs> years when after the split and it was kind of right. You know, you had the cart IRL now. Yeah, I think the competition in IndyCars is as great as it's ever been.
0: So that's what I was going to go on and say, actually, is now you look at uh if Rossi, if Herda, if Rosenquist, one of these guys can come in and through their career and if it stays this competitive, that's when they top Zanardi. I think that right there. Is when you say, yeah, agree. you are the best Indy Car driver that there ever was. And, and like I said, I'm not discrediting power because he is a fantastic driver. Uh, number one, he's had the the pleasure of racing for Penske all but one, one year, I believe, in his career.
1: I think you're right on that.
0: So uh, that and not to take away anything, because even though you got Penske power, you still got to run it. You still got to put it up front. So... Uh, <clears throat> And Dwayne, that's a, a huge deal with what they're saying here after the release, and, and kind of I want to know your opinion here. How do you, we'll we'll switch tunes to the schedule of IndyCar here, and a lot of uh, so we don't see Richmond, we don't see Iowa. These these uh, Circuit of the Americas is off, which was kind of surprising. Yeah, that shocked me. Um, so you are you're taking away some ovals, but I can see um i think it was robin miller put it and he's like if you guys want ovals why aren't you coming when they're they're there and and Dwayne, i know you're there and I and i would love to be there if i can but i see where a lot of these these fans they're, they're those stands aren't crowded when they're at places like texas when they're at places like iowa gateway stuff like that right so uh, are you gonna what's the the risk to reward there But, you know, uh, and, uh, and
1: looking at the new schedule, my question is, do we really need three races at IMS?
0: I, okay, that was my next question. So I we really get...
1: need three races at IMS? And you know that I, I know you love the place just as much as I do. And, and, you know, in May, we have the road course. We have the Indy 500. I I, I don't think we need to come back and run another race. I so... really don't. I, I think that, you know, you, you took Coda off the schedule. I, I would love to see you put Coda back on the schedule and take the other race off at IMS.
0: So here's my my, I'm not my guess, I guess if you will, would be that we're in an uncertain time. We don't know what's going to happen next year. We are. So they threw an extra one on there. Hey, just to say, man, in case we got it. So now NASCAR announces that they they're, they're going to split with Chicago and Kentucky. So those two tracks open to a little more flexibility now. And do we see maybe the the IndyCars travel to back to Kentucky, maybe go to Chicago there. So that's a possibility.
1: I, I would love to see him go back to Kentucky and I would love to see him at Chicago I think those will be two great races for IndyCar. Now, I mean I I like that we have a seventeen race schedule. I, I do like that fact. Um, you know, so so they are getting more races on the schedule. I like the fact that you add a street race in Nashville. That that's that new. is going to be. Yeah. I I wouldn't mind going to that race either. Um, but yeah, with, with with you need more ovals than what you have on the schedule. I'm sorry, you you really do. I I just I don't have the answer for that. Why why they didn't do it? And I understand what Dwayne's saying with uh. NASCAR signed the deal at Richmond. That kind of blew the deal for IndyCar getting in there.
0: And what he also uh, says there is that the three races at IMS kind of cheapens the the series there. So I, I agree. I can see coming off of this year of uncertainty, if everything is okay and we're rolling, hey, let's keep the the cost down this next year. Let's get everybody if, back in the game.
1: If Chicago gets tore down, that's a shame because that's a nice facility. And that's not, I think it's a fast track. I'm, it's one of my favorite asphalt tracks to run. Ovals on uh, I racing, but uh,
0: so you think I, I, I was the the same way there? And I I can see it. Unfortunately, I yeah. mean
1: that's a and big that's the cold hard facts of it, and you know, and if they're not, it's a big
0: you, chunk of land that a racetrack is on, and Chicago ain't cheap, baby. It ain't cheap. And just lost
1: NASCAR, which was you know your your big race of the year. So now what are you gonna do? Right. I Absolutely. mean, you you can run a small series in there every weekend it's still not going to make the make up the money that you were making with NASCAR and you're not going to be able to keep the doors open doing it that way. So, yeah, so it's probably going to lose that track. And like Dwayne said, probably Iowa too, which that's another facility. I hate to see go, but that is the, the cold, hard reality of racing. If, if you can't, you know, get the fans in the stands and you can't keep the races coming in, the track's going to be gone.
0: Right? Absolutely. There, so, uh, we we move on to the last bit of IndyCar action, I guess, and we're just going to line it up here for St. Pete. Uh, usually we're used to three, maybe four guys in the hunt for it at the end. Only going to be two here, two uh, coming down at it, and they are two greats of IndyCar history, of IndyCar time, past, present, future, names that will always be spoke of, Scott Dixon versus Joseph Newgarden is going to come down to St. Pete here. Scott could have clinched it yesterday if he would have had a good enough race. All he needed to do was gap Joseph by 15 points. He could have taken it. I thought that would have been absolutely incredible to crown a champion at IMS in October, but we didn't get it, so they go on to the final race of the year in St. Pete, and somebody is going to get... uh, crown champion there. Do you think Scott Dixon comes out on top or you think Joseph?
1: I do. I I think Dixon gets it. He usually runs pretty good at St. Pete and he runs good on a road course, which not taking anything away from new garden. He does too. But I I think, I think Dixon really gets the job done at St. Pete. And then he comes away with another championship.
0: So if you look down the line at the, the year that they've been having, you look at Dixon, he starts up at the top and he's kind of been trailing downwards. New garden on the other side, Kinda starts a little low, and we're riding the Cindric train to the top of this one. I think Newgarden steals this one from Dixon. Honestly, I think he goes out there and he, that Penske power again. They're on it right now. I think they they this is where does does Newgarden have the ice in his veins? No, but Cindric does, and he knows exactly where Newgarden needs to go, wherever Dixon's at. I think Dixon. Really has to win this to keep New Garden away, because New going to be hungry. And again, you see New Garden hungry, and and he really brings out the the ba in him.
1: Well, I think the championship's going to be won in qualifying.
0: It's a very with, good possibility that we've seen
1: qualifies who and gets a better starting position on the grid. I think that's who's going to track position has yeah.
0: been a huge deal at St. Pete. Yep. Uh, I want to say what was it last year? Rosenquist got the pole, correct? Yes. So in his first race, comes out, gets the pole, finishes third with uh, one arm. So <laughs> just, <laughs> I go back to that. So do they kind of look back there and say, hey, Felix, help Scott here. Do what you can. You really understood this track. Let's let's really build this team for a championship.
1: Didn't uh, – where did – so Felix finished third with the one arm. Didn't Dixon win that race or finish second? I want to say he was up front, You may too. be
0: right there. You may be very correct, but I thought Rosenquist was the top finisher of that team last year, but you could be very well correct on that one. I thought Rossi may have won that one last year.
1: Okay, Rossi might have won it, but I thought Dixon was up there in the hunt, too. I could be wrong on that.
0: So, regardless, though, so you know, you got the guys like Pagino that hasn't been having a strong year. He's going to be that mid-pack car that's definitely going to try to get in the way when you got uh, – uh, Dixon coming around to to make his rounds there, and in the same respect, this is where you you look down the line. Both these guys got three cars in the field, so you you kind of maybe you, nobody else is in the title. Does does Honda look at Honda and Chevy look at Chevy and say, guys, it, it's Honda versus Chevy right here, not not Penske versus Ganassi.
1: Oh, I definitely think you see some of that coming to effect, and and you know, and going back to the qualifying. You know, if Dixon can qualify New Garden, and if Dixon's two teammates can qualify New Garden, guess who's getting held up in the pack?
0: Absolutely.
1: You'll, you'll have Felix, and you'll have um, Marcus holding up whoever. And, and I'm sorry, that's just the way it is. You some know, some things people will say, oh, never that's change, crap or whatever, but. That, that's part of racing, and they're going to do whatever they can to make sure they win that championship.
0: And that's just the way it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, we got to make changes. <laughs>
1: oh, now I got
0: Tupac in my head. Thank you, sir. Oh, man. So we moved on so, the line. We, we uh, I, I kind of. On Formula One. Well, you were getting ready to drop
1: the bomb on them earlier. So here's the –
0: in the same week, this is what I find funny. And and they are separate uh, affiliates, I guess. So we got HPD, Honda here in America, and then Honda of F1 is uh, uh, funded by the uh, Japan side of things. So that's why these two decisions happen at the same week. Kind of funny. But we got Honda coming out and saying, hey – we're going to sign this multi-year deal with Indy. We're, we're we're right behind you guys. We want to grow with you. And then they go to F1. They give Red Bull the bird. They say, hey, we're out after next year. We're done. We want to be a carbon neutral facility by the year 2052. And Formula 1 does not fit into that structure. Do they find themselves in Formula E after this? Because, like I said, this is the Japan-based Facility, so it's not like this is where we can talk. Like, ooh, Honda's gonna come to NASCAR. Ooh, Honda's gonna do this. It, it it is the separate side of things. So they're stepping out of Formula One. Do they step out, or do we see them kind of back the Formula E side of things now?
1: I could I could see them getting into Formula E. I, I mean, with with everything going on in the world today, and as crazy as 2020 has been so far, why not Honda announce they're going to Formula E? <laughs> and, and, and you know my feelings on that it's great racing i'm not taking anything away from formula e it really is great racing you just don't have the sound of the cars
0: I, I wanna... you got it <laughs> it's like a pack of bees yeah i I, I just can't get into it but uh so i i do find that interesting now the underlying story there and we got to talk about it here because uh, I mean, F1 World just shook Red up Bowl. after that. It, it, right. At Red Bull, what are they going to do? So I put that, uh, that poll out there, if you will, or multiple choice. Do they go with Renault Power? Because right now, stating through the rules, if they can't find a power plant, they have to go, or Renault has to facilitate them with power. So in that case... You know, C-Roll or whatever, Cyril is over there doing the Mister Burns. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> and then does uh, Red Bull try to entice another manufacturer to really pony up some some bucks and hop into hyperdrive on an engine, uh, manuf or an engine uh, uh, package here for F1?
1: Well, I mean, you look now, F1's. Kinda of getting to where IndyCar's at. So, you know, now you only have what, three engine manufacturers in F one?
0: Renault, Ferrari, Mercedes. Renault, Ferrari, Mercedes. Yes. Yeah, so now, that's now with the exit of Honda, yep.
1: That's that's all you have now. So they have one more engine than what IndyCar does, which I think IndyCar will end up getting another engine manufacturer too. With the
0: hybrid area, yeah, I think so.
1: But uh So with 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 next year being the last year of the current rules package i i don't know if you you get another i mean i would love to see one of the older uh manufacturers come back to f1 you know we've had porsche we've had jaguar we are let me pronounce it correctly jaguar lotus jaguar. <laughs>
0: Um here's here you got you want to pull from the past and a lot of these guys are saying you know hey bmw toyota you know they yeah. could they could come back here's my question.
1: I don't see Toyota coming back though.
0: Let's put an American manufacturer into f one Chevy Powers in IndyCar let's let's have Chevy manufacture an f one engine. I think that would be absolutely phenomenal. I know I'm crazy. I'm the nuts one over here, but you're the closest in the it. come again.
1: I don't think you'll see it.
0: I don't either, but i, I in in my dreams every night I'm sitting there thinking, man. Just can you imagine? Brad keeps saying Dodge, and I just don't Brad, see Dodge. That's <laughs> crazy. <laughs> that just doesn't work. You got to have a little class in F1. Dude, I could...
1: a Dodge game making it around the block. You expect it to last a whole Formula One race? <laughs>
0: so, what he said with Dodge to me the other day was talking about Fiat being, you know, with the Fiat name on there. Now, I could see that, but I, at the end of the day, I just don't see – Dodge would make that move into NASCAR, I think, back before they would make a, uh, a very expensive move into Formula 1 where really their their market is here in America. And yeah. if you're going to do the the manufacture, I think the, the benefit of that is selling cars in the back end. So uh, I, I really do think that's where I could see Chevy kind of saying, hey, maybe – Maybe. I mean, let's think about it at least. But I would think with Chevy you'd almost have to have an American based team. They would want and that opens up the door for possibly oh. that Williams team now. Or Haas. or Haas. Yes, exactly. So um Haas obviously not too excited with um <laughs> He said he could see Lewis pulling up in a Dodge saying that got a enemy in it. <laughs> That's good stuff right there. <laughs> on his little scooter. <laughs> wow. Wow. I'm done. That's
1: awesome. I dropped.
0: <laughs> oh man. Oh, so is that all we got for F1? Yeah, I think so, because uh I think they, they got an off week here, so they'll be moving on. Uh if you look at the the mid-pack, we got a really uh solid uh title or not a title but a uh i guess the best of the rest coming at us so it'll be fun to see those i think last six seven races but yeah so then uh (laughs) you should go for a rip there bud. (laughs) um we saw his beautiful little ear pad um where was i going with that uh we Oh, big news coming from NASCAR today. They're following Tony Stewart. You know where we're at, Talladega. So halfway through the race today, they're just going to turn them around and reverse them. They got a quota of cars to wreck. Tony Stewart's in charge of this race. To, no, I'm just joking around. One of the best quotes. No, what? One of the best quotes Tony Stewart ever made there. Says, Maybe there wasn't enough wrecks today. Obviously, you guys aren't happy. We need to go out there. We need to wreck more cars. <laughs> so. I- Go back out and hit the pace car. <laughs> he was—I'll uh, never forget when he was just hot on that one. So uh, that was a, a pretty—you see tempers flare here at a Super Speedway racing. We hope for the safety of all the drivers. We saw a crazy finish there yesterday, and he said uh, Justin Haley. I Justin
1: believe. Haley takes the win.
0: And I've actually raced with him on iRacing. He was really cool, down to earth, younger guy. Afterwards. He said, I'm the new Intimidator, baby. You watch out for me. I'm coming. He's this clean-faced baby boy there, Justin Haley. He's ready. Hopefully, he can back up those comments because, hey, we need somebody like that. We need a talker back in NASCAR. We don't have that. We But outside of Bush, we need, we need that fun-loving guy to kind of be the, uh, the good cop, bad cop to Kurt Busch, if you will.
1: All right. Sounds fair enough.
0: (laughs) So I thought that was a pretty interesting comment. A lot of guys coming out being like, whoa, bud, you slow your roll there. You just relax. But hey, I like it. You come out there, you win at Talladega. It's a hard, hard fought win. Anybody that is, I I know it's a simulator, it's a game. Anybody who's raced on iRacing and tried to take one at Talladega, you know how hard it can be. Whether or not you got the fastest car, you still got to get through all of that field. You got to make sure you're clean throughout it. You get any bit of damage and and you fall out of that draft. See you, you're gone.
1: You get around with a bunch of squirrels that have never been pack, uh, uh pack racing in their life.
0: <laughs> right. Well, that and that's what Kyle Busch would say about some of these guys here. So I mean, it it files over just to uh, the same side of NASCAR there. So we will watch today as these guys take over Talladega and in uh, the playoffs. So it should be a solid run. I mean, anything. Uh, uh, we should keep our eye out for today. I can't think of anything besides just the uh, the big one.
1: Yeah, that's that's all. That's oh, all, you know. all you gotta you wait know. for the big one. The big one.
0: <laughs> Absolutely, there, and it's uh, not an if.
1: Said, uh, we're we're gonna get to that here in a minute. Just stick with us. We're we're gonna get to IRAC here in just a second.
0: And it's not an if. It's a win. So. He said Harvick's more of an intimidator. Kyle just cries. Harvick keeps it quiet, though, off the track. Once he's done, he's done.
1: Yeah, but then it, when he gets in the pits, he'll tell you how it is. <laughs> and, and he'll tell his pit crew all how it is, too. If they if his pit crew screwed up, Kevin Harvick's going to be the first one to tell them about themselves, too.
0: We got to let him know how they do.
1: He's kind of an asshat.
0: <laughs> so Ryan Blaney was the winner here last year see if he can he's a solid chance to win here um he's always ran good at these cup races we saw him right up there at daytona here this year um so if he can stay clean definitely look for ryan blaney to uh top the charts here obviously you're looking at hamlin he's a fantastic super speedway driver and he's right there so what what do you think on hamlin's chances here today
1: hamlin's got a good shot you know it's it's been the hamlin harvick show pretty much all season long and and we've already seen Hamlin win a few restrictor plate races or even though they're not restrictor plates anymore, but you know what I'm talking about. So, <laughs> right. uh, I mean, he's got a legit shot to win today.
0: Absolutely there. So really uh, no big news, no, if you will, here. Sure. We're going
1: to talk about that.
0: Yeah, no really big news, if you will, here is We, we talked about uh, Kentucky, Chicago off. We talked about um, – the dirt race here in bristol uh we we could talk real quick if you want to about what we we mentioned here last week and the hometown hero ends up taking it progressing in and i said right there if he gets a win watch out for kurt bush coming through the rest of this playoff i think he, if there's going to be one person to take him down that's who it's going to be after that win
1: yeah it was an impressive win for kurt last week i thought kyle would do better than what he did but He's just had a a a crappy season. It's, it's not a typical Kyle Bush season.
0: No, and and I mean we we talked about it last week. I think you you look at those two brothers, who's having more fun? Who's going out there and and enjoying this season a lot more? And and I think it shows at the end of the day, too. Uh
1: Alex I'll take uh who is Kurt Bush for 100.
0: <laughs> ding ding ding. <laughs> so <laughs> absolutely. I I think that really comes to show it. So uh, at the end of the day I think that's what uh is really playing a factor. Yep. So
1: right, well let's uh These guys John, are ready to talk to My Racing. Here. would you calm down here? <laughs> We're getting all this. <laughs> Mr. impatient. Uh, so yeah, now let's talk some My Racing. Uh, so today kicks off that's right. Slide Job Sunday is back starting the day. Uh, Monsters of Dirt kicked off, uh what was it, season six? Am I right?
0: It's like friends now at this point. I stopped counting the seasons. It's a long time running. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so they kicked off a new season uh, Monday. Tuesday. Tuesday. Tuesday, yes, because uh, we ran the Bombers Tuesday. Yeah, that was right. Tuesday was the Bombers. Ran uh, bombers, and then we ran, uh, or I didn't, limited late models. After that, which I think I'm going to run those this week. Uh, Wednesday was uh, the All Star Series, and I'll and the Fix
0: right, the Fix Pro Series on CWTV. That's right. So they got I the Open Series on SRTV, and then we got the CWTV style. And that's kinda of like the way I I feel like that's Jay that's Jay Wheezy and myself right there. Jay Weezy's a better driver. He could probably tune a car better. That's all him. He 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 deals with the open sets. I like the nice, easy fix sets. I like to hop in, get going right there. It worked out well.
1: It did. It did. I might even try to jump into uh, the fixed pro series this week too. There you go. Uh I think we had uh was it Blake Majulis? Is that who got the win in the All Star Series uh,
0: Wednesday night? I am not a hundred percent certain because I, I, I had no. a early morning Thursday. I had to go to bed right after that, and I want to talk about the event here this weekend yes, too.
1: We'll get to that too, <laughs> uh, but I think it was Blake Majulis won the All Stars Wednesday night. Evan C was uh, second, and I don't remember who was third. So, and it was a good show. You know, another good race. Uh, you're right, Brooks. The Bomber Series was a good time. Anybody wanting to run some fun dirt races in the street stocks, come out Tuesday night and run the Bomber Series. There's no cautions. The race does not stop. There's no qualifying. It's a pill draw. It's a fixed setup. And you just go out there and run. I mean, don't try to take anybody out. I mean, crashes are going to happen. But, you know, go out there and run and, and have a good time. If you're just trying to get your feet wet in some dirt racing, The Bomber Series is the way to go.
0: And that's Uh, why I I always uh, attribute Monsters of Dirt to helping us get started on the dirt side, guys. So if you're a rookie, you're going to get humbled. You'll get humbled real quick because these guys are fast. But don't race with you. Just make sure you respect them. They will respect you. Excuse me. I had hiccups coming.
1: And then so tonight for Slide Job Sunday, you got 305's fix kicking off at uh, 7, I think it is seven or seven thirty. john's on here He can tell us uh and then right after the 305 is fixed we got the 360s open so it'll be an open setup for the 360s and then we also have pricks of payment tonight at north wilkesboro north wilkesboro
0: <laughs> should be a fun one there
1: so Monster of the Dirt's throwing a little bit of everything at you tonight, man. You can either go dirt racing or you can go asphalt racing or you can do a little bit both.
0: A little bit both, maybe. Little, you might even do a little, <laughs> so, a little bit both. Absolutely. It's gonna be a fun one here. We're excited to uh to see what's oh, Knoxville tonight. Just made your day, didn't it?
1: No, because I can't race tonight.
0: Oh well darn. Dwayne says uh USAC National Sprint Car Championship decided last night with Brady Bacon. Getting his third championship and Hoffman's twelfth, Tyler Courtney with Make the him. win, but DQ'd after the feature being too light after boiling all of the water out of the radiator. Man, oh, what a heartbreak!
1: So, Tommy Boy, let's hear what you've had going on. You've been you've been uh, getting up about the same time I've been getting up and going to
0: work. <laughs> yeah, it's been an early week here. I've uh, did a little Australian. Broadcasting, and do a little broadcasting down under and these guys were i mean like i said what are these guys good at they're good at dirt they're good at road course racing well they got into the midgets in the sprints and they did a three night deal here i said three morning deal to them it was not a night but uh it was uh uh three mornings for me here we got up and they did the midgets first and it was lima land and weed sport which weed sport to, to broadcast the race looked fantastic, but really looks like a different track overall. So kind of an interesting uh, addition there of a, a newer style, if you will, something I racing on the dirt really needed, but these guys, they know how to throw it down on the dirt there. And, uh, man, just a, uh, a blast watching them do so. And we just had loads of fun. We're still looking for, uh, uh, Mr. Whiskers out there, they would say. So uh if you see Mr. Whiskers roaming around out down under, look out for him. A spider probably got to him now, knowing what they got down under. But if you tune in to CWTV, maybe I got you ready for work. You never know. I saw a lot of guys tuning in like, man, I'm watching breakfast watching CWTV. I'm eating breakfast watching CWTV. This is great.
1: I would wake up at 4 30, my phone's like uh CWTV or Checkers
0: and Records. You think you rolled now. over and hit go live or something? <laughs> Who's going live on Checkers and Records? Well It's me. It's me. That's What's what, up, Anthony? You should have seen the uh the first day I, I woke up. Ashley's like, What are you doing? <laughs> you just don't worry about it. You go back to sleep. I'm gonna go All scream right. downstairs.
1: Time to make the donuts. <laughs>
0: yeah, exactly. I'm gonna go scream downstairs here. I'm just gonna start yelling. Hopefully, I don't wake everybody. No, it's I, I don't wake everybody up, and you know why?
1: Because Oral X.
0: Oral X acoustic sound treatment, guys. It sounds so clean, clear, and crisp, and it's not isolating everything. But boy, I'll tell you what, with the I got one a, a few pads right above me here. I got pads all over the place, and really helps out. And it, it just makes the sound huge, in here so nice. Huge. It makes it so different, different, different. Absolutely. You know, absolutely. I'm all over the place today. That tongue's just grabbing me today. So, absolutely. Then we uh we'll keep you updated on the enduro run that uh, Scott, Chris and myself have been doing. <clears throat> we got uh uh Okayama today. We're going to switch over from the AMG. We're going to run the Ferrari today and see how that okay. works out for us. So, uh we got most it's yeah, pretty good track. We uh, I do like that one. We got most of the uh <clears throat> excuse me most of the cars for this series so what we've been doing is kind of trying to out testing out all the cars to see kind of what one works best for that track and uh for the first time really the ferrari kind of outdid the amg so gonna move on over to that hopefully it works out for us we'll see it's just downing in myself today we're doing it for scott today let's we'll see what we can get done hopefully we can get him a good uh good finish here
1: nice nice
0: so uh I guess we're Schroeder strong today, if you will. Schroeder strong. <laughs> Schroeder strong. So uh that that should be a fun one. That's kicking off. We do we do that right after the uh podcast here. So I'll try to get some uh um pictures, maybe a little video from there. We'll see. And uh there you go, Haldane, I think he's on the team, so you might hop in and, and help us out. So uh I'm trying to think we got anything else today?
1: Yeah. I'd jump in and help you out. My license isn't up there
0: yet. <laughs> I love the road course. I'm getting really into it. It's, it's been a blast so far. So.
1: I've been uh, learning how to drive a late model all week. I'm just slow. No, actually, I got uh, I got some. Uh, I, I got to give a shout out to Double A Austin Anderson. So what was it? Uh, Tuesday after the bombers. And I was just kind of goofing around. I was messing with it. I was like, man. I was like, "We ain't gonna teach me how to drive a late model." Nah. He's like, "Hey, hop down to the other <laughs> channel." So we got in Discord, went on to a different channel, and he was really giving me some pointers and gave me some setups and stuff like that. and And I got down to uh like a nineteen one at Knoxville on a late model and a pro late model.
0: That timing, nothing to me.
1: I is it good? Think, I think it's pretty good. Okay, <laughs> <I> think,
0: <laughs> that's like saying, "Hey, man." For me, it's fast. So I don't know <laughs> if
1: a 19-1 at Knoxville and a pro is good or not. I'm with you.
0: Hey, hey if you're improving, that's all that matters. Up. If you're knocking them down, that's all that counts there. Right. Well, so, yeah. I, I think it's time then to head on over to the Checkers and Wreckers Picks of the Week. We're going to talk We're a little. Talladega today. Talladega picks here. Talk the checker and I'll start it off. We look down at the starting field today. And I mentioned him earlier. He's coming off a great week in Vegas. That win. I think Kurt Bush has another great day here today. He starts second. We'll see how he does.
1: You're taking Kurt Bush?
0: Kurt Bush is my pick today. All right. Dwayne, thanks for hopping on here. Appreciate yep. it, sir. Talking to you, buddy, man. It's
1: been a long time. And uh tell Johnny and Richard I said hi, too. You know them all. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to go with last year's winner. I'm taking Ryan Blaney.
0: Going with Blaney there. He's going to start a little farther back than he'd want to, but back there in 14th, you know as well as I do, you can make it up there easy. Yeah. I'm going to go with the wrecker. I'm going to go with that Hendrix Power at number 88. He's starting fourth. I don't think he's going to have a top 10 finish today. We'll see. I don't think he's had too many uh solid super speedway runs, so uh we'll we'll see how he how it plays out for him today
1: nice nice um i'm I'm agreeing with uh, Brooks on the record I'm going with Kyle Bush
0: going with Kyle not had a solid year start six, so he's been qualifying okay, but just can't get it down in the uh the race there excuse me we look down <laughs> and I'm gonna go you're you're gonna hate me for this. But I think I got to go with my boy, Matt D, (laughs) for the the dark horse here today. Starting 13th, he's still uh, kind of uncertain. I I mean, maybe behind the scenes knows about that 48, but I still think if the dotted line's not signed, he's still out there as an underlying uh, um, competitor for that seat. So I think he has a solid day today.
1: Brad, Brad Haldane's coming in with uh, a checker with two. Bush, Kyle Bush wrecker, and he's picking Matty D for his dark horse. Up, oh, you just got jinxed my dark horse. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, uh
0: Tyler Reddick. That was a good pick there as well. Reddick starts. Let's see where he's at today. So starting back in 30th, he's going to add some, some uh, moves to make, but Hey, he's shown it that this year he can do it. We'll uh, we'll see that. Guys, I, I posted the YouTube uh channel there for the Indianapolis eight-hour race on the page, so check that out if you're into the sports cars. That's a very interesting one. The, the rain is starting to dry up finally on the track. These guys really shaking it down. They got like six, maybe five and a half hours left here, so still a lot of racing going on there. Talladega goes on later. and As always, we got the Monsters of Dirt coming your way. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in here today. Howdy, you got anything else for him?
1: Peace. We're out.